the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. New York officials saying it's one of the worst fires in that city's history. Blaze ripping through a Bronx apartment building this morning. 19 people are dead. Nine children have been hurt. Fire Commissioner Daniel Nigro says the blaze broke out in a duplex on the first floor. The apartment door was left open. The fire and smoke quickly spread through the entire 19-story building. Members found victims on every floor in stairways and were taking them out in cardiac and respiratory arrest. He says 32 people went to the hospital in critical condition. The last time we had a loss of life that maybe this horrific was a happy land fire. That was 1990, also in the Bronx. Nigro says while this fire is under investigation, it doesn't seem suspicious. Julie Walker, New York. And this is SRN News. Eric Metaxas doesn't see the president living up to the title. Is it not clearly unconstitutional to have somebody that we call the president who is not in fact presiding, who is not in fact leading? Uh, Have we ever had anything quite like this before? And why do you suppose... People aren't speaking out against it because it is, it strikes me as at least uh, unconstitutional. The Eric Metaxas Show, overnights at 3 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. SalemNow.com is the best streaming platform out there and it doesn't require a monthly fee. Watch movies like How the Left is Stealing Your Church, A Champion Heart, The Pilgrims, Right Before Your Eyes, and more all on demand. Just go to SalemNow.com or try watching on the go or even casting to your TV with the free app. The forecast for today, we're looking at a high of 4 and a low of negative 9 with a slight chance of snow for tonight. Tomorrow, a high of 3 and a low of negative 2. This is AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? Would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Then join Dale Tondrick for the Retirement and Income Radio Show, Sundays at 11 a.m. Call Dale Tondrick now to get your complimentary customized retirement and income kit, plus the free retirement and income book at 844-320-7233. That's 844-320-SAFE. The Retirement and Income Radio Show, Sundays at 11. No market risk retirement strategies. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-860-4610. 
That's 800-860-4614. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Whether you're preparing for a typical Sunday morning or a special holiday service, you'll find an array of helpful, creative tools from Worship House Media. From countdown timers to sermon illustrations, visit worshiphousemedia.com. That's worshiphousemedia.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. It's Sunday, 4 o'clock, and what does that mean? Well, it means it's the best hour in radio of the week. It is the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker with you once again this week, and I welcome you all. Many regular listeners, coast to coast, streaming 1280 AM The Patriot every Sunday at 4 o'clock. We've got them from New York to... Seattle, a couple weeks ago, our Seattle caller was was very interesting, calling in uh, to San Francisco, Houston, to Montana, as well as overseas. They're listening uh, in Israel, where it's midnight, as well as in the uh, UK. So welcome to you all, and and a happy new year to you all. Boy, uh, turning the page to the extent that we can and leave 2021 in the rearview mirror for many of us uh, is a nice note to start us off into 2022, a note of hope that things uh, can only get better as COVID is upon us still, although maybe it's turned the corner and the Democratic Party is upon us still. Clearly different. I am not making a comparison, but uh, they are upon us, and change needs to occur. And maybe 2022 uh, will bring that change. And by the way, as you all know, I say that 
with sadness. As I uh, grew up and was one time a long-time Democratic Party voter. Uh, That has changed over the past 20 years, but prior to that, uh, for at least 20 uh, previous years, it was all Democratic votes for me, including Al Gore in 2000, in the Bush v. Gore battle of 2000. So we wish you all a happy new year, and we hope that 2022 will bring change, because the direction that we're going, as most Americans agree, is the wrong direction. So a couple of announcements. We have a very special guest today, by the way, a representative from Minnesota's 7th Congressional District, that is western Minnesota from north to south, touching both our northern and our southern border all along the western side of Minnesota is the 7th Congressional District. Our representative, Michelle Fishbach, is joining us today. And we look forward to talking to Michelle just in a few minutes. Uh, But uh, first, what you have to look forward to. We're going to, you know, we're going to try to get Dave Hutchinson on the show. He was on a couple of weeks before uh, uh, the accident he was involved in that we all have uh, heard much about. And you may have seen uh, this week the Andrew Parker podcast, which flows from this radio show, uh, was front and center on Channel 11 News as well as a number of uh, national articles as Hutchinson's interview with yours truly uh, was one that they wanted to cover in the media. So we're going to try to get uh, the sheriff back on the show to see if he wants to answer to his critics who are critiquing him in terms of his decision to stay in the race for Hennepin County Sheriff. And I will give him the airtime to answer uh, that critique. Coming up uh, over the next several weeks, we're going to have Pete Stauber on the show, uh, as well as Tom Emmer and Jim Hagedorn. And we're going to have Ryan Winkler on uh, who uh, Michelle Fishbach, I I know, is familiar with, although uh, Winkler is in the House. He is the House Majority Leader. He's going to run for Hennepin County Attorney, and we're going to have him on the show. And down the trail uh, shortly, we'll have Doug Wardlow on as well, who's running for uh, Minnesota Attorney General. But today we are joined uh, by Michelle Fishbach, as I uh, say, and, and... Many of you uh, know her as uh, Lieutenant Governor, uh, and prior to that, as a member of the Minnesota Senate, uh, she was first elected in 1996 in a special election and held her seat in the Minnesota Senate until 2018, and in fact was the first woman in Minnesota history in 2011 to be president of the Minnesota Senate. Isn't that isn't that a bit startling that it took until 2011 to elect a woman as president of the Minnesota Senate? Uh, but they elected a great one in doing so with Michelle Fishbach, and she unseated the 30-year congressman, Colin Peterson, which is no easy task. He, w- he was very well-liked up in the 7th, and she unseated him handily. 
with 54% of the vote uh, and will be uh, running again this year. Michelle, thank you very much for joining us on the Victory Hour today. Well, thank you uh, for having me on. And you know what? I've heard tell that it's the best hour in radio. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And and in, in large part because of guests like you. That's absolutely the case. You know, if you don't know, well, uh, M- Michelle uh, not didn't just go in with a very important freshman class for the Republicans, a number of women, uh, minority women and otherwise, uh, who who uh, came into the Minnesota or to the uh, uh, the House of Representatives in Washington, and Michelle has been given some uh, you know important uh, committee assignments, including the House Committee on Agriculture, the House Committee on the Judiciary, which is uh, very interesting nowadays, as you all know, and a very important committee we hear little of, which is the House Committee on Rules. And, Michelle, I don't, I don't know what you can tell us about it, but I'd love to hear, and I, I, it's very seldom we're able to get inside or, or at least hear more about what the House Committee on Rules does because it is a very important committee, and you're the ranking member on the Subcommittee on Expedited Procedures. Uh, what can you tell us about what that committee is doing and how it affects legislation? Well, you know, the Rules Committee is, uh, I think that it is kind of a, 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 people don't know much about it. It kind of sounds really boring, but I will tell you, all of the bills that go to the floor go through that committee. Right. So that we see, and then we determine how they will be handled on the floor. And and this is one of the things, as a freshman, it, you know, you, you, you have to get your head around how we handle this because we actually send those rules or send those bills to the floor with a set of rules specific to that legislation and I, without getting too too geeking out too much on the rules but right. um <laughs> but it does you know those those bills come and we determine if it, what amendments if they're going to have amendments you know we have we have different ways we handle that and so and how long we're going to debate those rules or that bill on the floor well, it's so this kind of we, inside everything baseball. comes through it yeah it, it, it's this kind of uh, set of rules and and tactics that are so critical to what ultimately get, gets passed as law in this country. And that would include, I assume, the infrastructure bill and how that came forward versus the, uh, I don't know, the, the, the green world deal of uh, $1.9 or however much they wanted to spend in addition. I guess it was $3.5 actually scored out at $4.5 trillion. Uh, wasn't there some sort of grappling as to how that was all going to happen? Oh yes, uh, you know it came. It came to the rules. We we held it for a while. Then they determined that they wanted to send it, and then it came back. Uh, there's, you know, they the Democrats. I will say have not handled it very well because they send stuff to rules and then they shoot it to the floor, and they don't have everything put together. They have not been able to. They're they're kind of falling apart. They're in disarray, and uh, so then we then it comes back to rules. They create a new rule how they're going to handle it, uh, you know, with, with the, in particular, the progressive group that AOC, the Ilan Omar bunch, they're, um, you know, they're kind of having them pull their hair out. Nancy Pelosi's you know, pulling her hair out with them. And um, so it came back and forth to rules. And we basically kind of sit, uh, 
sit waiting for them to get their act together and call another rules committee meeting because every time that they change it, it's got to go back to committee. Well, I'll tell you, there's little more important than having a seat on this committee that establishes the agenda. As many of you know, setting the agenda is often more important than the content of the legislation uh, itself because you never get the legislation there if the rules are not set in a manner uh, that we need them set. So Michelle Fish. Fishbox sits uh, in a very po- uh, powerful position being on uh, the Rules Committee and in particular on the Expedited Procedures Committee, which can move things through the House, not on regular order, but going around it in an expedited uh, procedure. Michelle Fix- Fishbach joining us today on the Victory Hour, 7th Congressional District Representative here in Minnesota. And on the other side of uh, this eh, very short break, we're going to talk to Michelle about some of the substance. What what do the folks in western Minnesota feel about uh, COVID and how Washington has handled COVID, how Minnesota has handled, how each state has handled COVID? What about crime? How are we doing on that or inflation or energy and and Michelle knows quite a bit about that on the subcommittee on commodity exchanges and energy on the egg committee uh, how are we doing on energy since Donald Trump left office we'll talk a bit about egg as well we'll even talk a little foreign policy uh, I know uh, Michelle has strong feelings as it relates to Iran and whether we should get back into the Iran deal so make sure to stay with us uh, as we have a very special uh, guest, and we're honored to uh, have her, Michelle Fishbach, on the show today, an important member of Congress here from Minnesota's 7th Congressional District. During this short break, remember, and I know you have it written down on your yellow pad, and you wrote it down with your number two pencil, which was sharpened by your Boston Crank pencil sharpener. And that is... ParkerDK.com, often referred to as an award-winning website. Go there. Wise counsel, winning results. ParkerDK.com will be right back. Stay with us. What's the kind of rush that you feel when you finally get to sit in with a band? And knowing you, you're still... AM 1280, The Patriot. How about this My Pillow guy? He turns his life around, invents a product that revolutionizes the sleep industry, but that is not enough. He launches a whole store of sleep and bath-related products. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with some wise counsel and winning results. Not about the law, but rather about high-quality sleep, which translates into high-quality living. And there's nothing better for high-quality sleep than my pillow sleep goods. And I'm not just talking pillows. I've got most of the MyPillow sleep product line, from the 400 thread count bed sheets to the mattress topper to the waffle blankets, down comforters, and the sleepwear, all top quality. Go to MyPillow.com to place your order or call 1-800-334-8902. Get up to 66% off with the special offer code VICTORY. Up to 66% off on your entire order with the special offer code VICTORY. It's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. 
Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. According to our latest research, local business owners today are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was just a few months ago. They also told us that targeting the right audience with their advertising messages is more important than ever. At Salem Surround, our team of local in-market experts take that seriously. We utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Let Salem Surround show you how we can solve for your marketing challenges by bringing nationwide resources while delivering Main Street solutions. Salem Surround is here to help you through the constant changes. We promise we'll help your business stay ahead of the changing weather. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. We're back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and we're joined today by 7th Congressional District Representative Michelle Fishbach, member of the House Ag, House Judiciary, and House Rules Committee. And ranking member, uh, which if you don't know, ranking member is the lead Republican on uh, subcommittee, on two subcommittees, one in rules and another in ag. And in ag, it relates to energy. We're going to talk about that in a little bit with Michelle. But first, Michelle, I wanted to ask you, you know, the last time you were on the show, and it was, uh, it was, it was a great hour, I really enjoyed it, was in November of 2020. Uh, it was one of your first interviews after uh, being elected to the House and retiring Colin Peterson uh, in a hotly fought battle up in the 7th where you uh, took 54% of the vote against a 30-year Democratic incumbent. Uh, and you came on the show and, you know, you, you, you didn't know entirely what to expect in Congress. You were very knowledgeable about Congress and its workings, but you now have lived it for uh, a time, you know, a year and a few months, and uh, you're coming into your first re-election campaign. Any surprises uh, while in Congress? Is it better or worse than you expected? I I guess some of the experience that I had in the legislature has helped 
but it is different. Um, and there, there are a lot more members of the Republican conference. So I've, uh, you know, that was a challenge, uh, remembering everybody's face and name when most of them were wearing masks. So I had to memorize hairdos. Um, but, uh, but <laughs> it, um, you know, it, it, it has been, it has been a great experience. I will say that. And, and, Understanding sitting on the rules committee, uh, you know, you've talked about it, but it has really helped me understand better what's going on and, uh, you know, learning those procedures very quickly. But I I have joked in the past, I said, you know, um, the probably the biggest surprise was that I found out that there were really nice people in Congress. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't hear about that on the uh, in the in the news. You don't hear about nice people being in Congress, but there are a lot of wonderful Republicans that have um, have been incredibly helpful and supportive, and uh, very excited to uh, to have a new member. And all of you know, and I was going to mention um, the new members. You talked about the historic Republican class of these strong women that have come in, and and you even mentioned you know it took until twenty twenty eleven for a, a woman to be elected the mem- uh, president of the Senate in Minnesota. And that is one thing that always kind of reminds me about, you know, the Democrats like to pretend that they are the party of women. But when you're really talking about the promotion of women and, and right. putting them in powerful positions, it's the Republicans that do it. The, yeah. the Democrats had 40 years to put a woman in charge of the Minnesota Senate, and they didn't. It was a, it was a Republican, and so the, when when they try to tell women that, I, I just gotta I have to say no, that's not true. Look at the real, look at the facts. And that's this last class that you came into Congress with uh, was remarkable. It was historic in terms of the Republican caucus and who Republicans are putting up as their candidates to run against the Democrats. We're talking about women. We're talking about minorities across the board. Democrats have had uh, the better part of the last 60 years to make change for minority communities, to make change for women's uh, rights and equality, and they have failed to do it every step of the way. Why do we keep returning? Yeah, absolutely. And it is it is the Republicans that are they want people to, you know, they, they support the American dream and they will if you're willing to work. We will make sure that you're able to do that because that's what we want to do is get government out of your way so that you're able to do that. And that's what uh, that's what's important. And it is an incredible uh, class of Republican women. And and the other day I was asked, you know, do uh, does Republican leadership listen to all of these new freshman women? And I said, these are strong Republican women. Of course they listen. They have to listen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, you know, you you say, uh, uh, Republicans getting government out of uh, out of our way. Has government gotten out of the way when dealing with uh, COVID? And, and should government get out of the way when dealing with COVID? How do the folks in western Minnesota, who you represent from the top to the bottom of the state of Minnesota, all along the west side, uh, and you travel the district uh, feverishly, I, I know, across the board, uh, from from uh, the north to the south, how are people talking about uh, first uh, the federal government mandates and the vaccine mandates, both here at the state level and at the federal level, and whether uh, they think that those sorts, as well as lockdowns, whether those sorts of policies are appropriate in uh, in light of the pandemic that we've experienced. Well, I will tell you it is one of the one of the top issues that I hear about is those vaccine mandates. 
and people are upset and do not think that the government should be mandating. This is not this is a medical decision, not a political decision. And the Democrats and President Biden have continued to make this a political decision. They they're not focused at all on any kind of treatment or any of those that are that are out there. But they focus on you have to get a vaccine, you have to get a vaccine, and they're mandating. And I, I think it's backfiring on them. And, you know, as a matter of fact, uh, it, was it just yesterday or Friday, the Supreme Court heard uh, the case. And, and I, we actually, I think there was over 100 um, congressmen, including myself, who signed on to an amicus brief um, to the Supreme mm-hmm. Court uh, against that mandate. It's just, it, it, is, it is ridiculous to try to tell people how to run their businesses. And they have no concept of what it is like in rural Minnesota or anywhere in, in right. the rural parts of the country. Can you treat um, the is, city of Min- can you treat the city of Minneapolis the same as treating those in your district in rural Minnesota? I mean, no, 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 because one of the big things I'll tell you the difference is we still have respect for law enforcement. Yeah. And <laughs> that's yeah. one big but but no you can't. It there's a, it's a completely different um way of life and uh, you know the when we had you mentioned lockdowns earlier when those lockdowns were happening those were destroying small businesses some some of them only small businesses in in town or on main street and and they were all shut down and people you know had to drive further and be more exposed. If, if their issue is keeping people not being exposed, then you have to drive to a bigger city to get your food, to get your groceries, whatever it may be. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, the lockdowns were not, um, were not helpful in rural parts of the country and in rural Minnesota, but people are, um, you know, they, and governor walls, I, it was, uh, they're, they're still not happy with him. He just continues to, uh, to, cause issues for rural Minnesota and his one Minnesota slogan um, was just, I think it just meant the twin cities. There's one Minnesota and it's all the Metro area. Yeah. And that, you know, that, that is, uh, uh, you know, but half of the population of Minnesota, it is not a part of your district. You do not represent those folks. Uh, uh, you, you represent those who are living in, you know, small town, uh, Minnesota, rural uh, Minnesota, really the backbone of uh, Minnesota in a lot of in a lot of ways. And when it is one size fits all, as Govern- Governor Walls applied uh, early on, and th- you know for an extended period of time uh, due to this pandemic, it creates real hardship. You know, people talk about the fact that. Uh, Florida dealt with this uh, pandemic differently than New York. Texas dealt with it differently than New York or California. Uh, you know, what are, what are your thoughts about comparing the different ways in which the states have dealt with it? Or if you look even at Sweden and compare it to the United States and how we dealt with it and how now those with natural immunity are doing much better. Yeah, well, and I will just say, I think each state and each area should have been allowed and, and has been allowed to really, you know, decide how they want to deal with it. They understand the closer you get to uh, the people, you know, more local government better understands what the needs are, what works, what's not going to work. They will understand that. And uh, and so I, I support those states handling it the way, you know, having their um, way to handle it. 
and um, and and continue it that way. I just I don't think the federal government should be putting those mandates on businesses across the country, um, you know, and and in some cases, you know, that's real close to the dividing line, and maybe a few people will lose their jobs so that they're at ninety nine instead of one hundred and two. And it doesn't. It's an arbitrary number because uh, there is no um, there's no scientific fact that says that 100 people, 101 people can catch it, 99 can't. You know, I mean, just the way it's the way it's set up. So we, I, I hope that the Supreme Court does the right thing on those on those mandates, and that's going to be the that's going to be our next test. Yeah, a little bit later in the show, we're uh, we're going to talk about the Supreme Court argument and uh, some of the shocking factual, uh, apparent factual statements that some of the justices were uh, citing uh, during the oral argument because they were just flat out wrong. Uh, but I'll uh, I'll tell you, Michelle, when we uh, look at the COVID issues. Uh, and and whether it's federal or state handling, uh, Donald Trump made it very clear that this should be handled at the state and local levels. And he was pilloried for that. Joe Biden now is recognizing the correctness of that. And he was absolutely wrong in saying, and he continues to be, in saying that there is a federal answer to this uh, issue. And it's a shame that uh, it took the Democrats so long uh, to understand the importance of state and local handling of these types of issues. We're talking with Michelle Fishbach, Congresswoman from the 7th Congressional District, the state of Minnesota, important member of Congress. And we're going to come back in just a few minutes after this short break, and we're going to talk about uh, crime We're going to talk about inflation and the economy, and we're going to talk about energy. Three things that affect us each, day in and day out. Make sure to stay with us. Go to ParkerDK.com. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. So I invested in one of those fancy new exercise bikes. Without a doubt, a very special tool to help me get healthier. The problem is three days go by, then four, and I've done nothing. And then it's night five, and I'm sitting at the kitchen table, and I look down at myself, and I can't help but just laugh. Because there I am, wearing the exercise t-shirt that came with the bike, and I'm eating two corn dogs. And I think we'd all agree, the special tool only matters if we use it to our benefit. 
At United Faith Mortgage, we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. Our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions. There's no middleman. And often, this allows us to get you a better rate on your refinance or new home purchase, which can save you monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Metal Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Or corporate Animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. License in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with some wise counsel and winning results. First, the counsel. Go to MyPillow.com and take a look at the outstanding extended product line that they have. We're talking top quality products. How do I know? Because I have them. Slippers and slip-ons. Robes, towel sets, throw blankets, and loungewear, all best in class. And when you're done taking care of yourself, take care of the dogs, too. They have outstanding dog beds. Now for the winning results. Results happen once you order. So pick up your number two pencil and your yellow pad and jot this down. 1-800-334-8902. That's 1-800-334-8902. Or go to MyPillow.com. Place your complete order. And with the offer code VICTORY, you get up to 66% off. That's right. Victory for 66% off. We're back. It's the Victory Hour. We're joined today by Michelle Fishbach, Congresswoman from the 7th Congressional District of the state of Minnesota, who defeated Colin Peterson, a 30-year incumbent, up in the 7th, quite handily, uh, just uh, a year plus ago, and she is up for re-election. Two years, you know it, every two years in the House of Representatives. She has a very important post, and she has a fairly good seat, uh, that being in the 7th Congressional District, to return to Congress in uh, 2022. But it's an important election, very important election. Uh, Michelle, on the other side of the break, I, uh, I indicated I would talk to you about the impact that crime and the increasing crime rate is having primarily in urban areas around the country, including in Minneapolis and St. Paul, uh, the impact that it may be having, if at all, on uh, uh, more rural and smaller town Minnesota, and that would be the western side of uh, the state of Minnesota. What are you hearing out there about crime and how Washington is talking about crime nationally? Well, I, I will tell you, people in western Minnesota are very upset with the, the movements and the talk about defunding and dismantling police. You know, they understand the importance of law enforcement, and um, and they understand that uh, they have a job to do, and they need to do it, and we need to make sure that we support them in doing it. It's for the benefit of all of us, and I know that, uh, you know, when, when, the, when you talk about the crime rate in Minneapolis and St. Paul, what that really does is it prevents those people from other areas coming in there. And so it really does affect the whole state in the sense that, you know, 
people aren't going to go to as many games. People aren't going to go down there and stay overnight, you know, uh, for a weekend and, and go to a game and or go shopping or whatever the case may be. Um, but it, I think it really does hurt the tourism uh, statewide because everybody hears how awful, um, you know, awful Minnesota and it is Minneapolis and St. Paul, but, you know, they, people don't necessarily discern that um, when they're hearing about it on the news in another place sure. and thinking about a place to travel to. So, but I really, it, I was very happy to hear that Minneapolis did not pass the ballot initiative uh, a couple of months ago to defund the police or dismantle, whichever it was the actual wording. But, um, but we really do, what we need to make sure is it, it, both on the state and the federal level and the local level is making sure that we're supporting our police and they have the tools and the kind of training that they need to do their job. You, you know, we, we have just, we've tried so so many in government uh, on the other side have tried to really, um, really just demoralize them and make sure that they don't have any any kind of support. And so we, the rest of us, really need to support them because the crime is we they've created this, you know, by by degrading the police. People don't believe they have to listen to them, and so and they're, we're losing police officers right and left, and so we don't have that that support, uh, you know, the police enforcement that we need to. And then we have the issue of the, you know, prosecutors and judges, when we are catching criminals, they're letting them back on the street. And so we've got to, the people have got to rise up and say, this is enough. Um, we need to make sure the criminals are going to jail. And, and you know, I think that uh, um, there, we've had some horrible examples in Minnesota in the last couple of months um, of of criminals who have been turned back out and, and committed more crimes. And so we really need to, we really need to make sure that we are, um, we're tamping down on that and making sure that those people are going to prison when they need to go to prison. You know, you make a a very good point, uh, not to get too philosophical about it, but every day, every moment in life is a choice. We have free will. We can decide whether to follow the laws, whether to be a solid citizen, uh, whether to live together in uh, harmony or or we can decide to be a criminal. And the deterrence to be a criminal is important in our society. And when you have a narrative that is being pushed by those in power, in particular uh, many, in the de- many in the Democratic Party, it creates a loss of that deterrent effect and it allows those who may be considering to choose the path of crime and to choose the path of harming others uh, because they know that there isn't going to be a consequence to it as that is being publicized by uh, those on the left. So it has a real-world effect on all of us. Absolutely, absolutely. And we do need to make sure, I mean, when that, when that, kind of deterrent when that deterrent goes away it's uh it's a free-for-all and we've seen that in our crime and we have abs that's right we've absolutely seen it well what about the fact that uh the economy in 2019 was historic it's historic highs and a complete turnaround post barack obama in the eight years of uh driving our economy and our engine into the ground a complete turnaround uh just in a few years, uh, even more so than Ronald Reagan was able to do following the malaise of Jimmy Carter. 
But now, in one year, Joe Biden has turned the economy into, uh, you know, a, a Jimmy Carter, Carter era with massive inflation and uh, continuing uh, employment issues because nobody wants to go out and take the jobs. Yeah, absolutely. And that is that is something from top to bottom of my district are workforce issues. I have businesses who are who want to who want to hire, who uh, need need people to come in. They will train. They will do it. Businesses from top to bottom of that district that that want to employ people and they're just not they're just not coming back. And and uh, it was kind of funny. I was just looking at an article about how um, how. Uh, President Biden was saying how low the employment, uh, you know, the employment numbers were the, or the unemployment numbers were and all kinds of stuff. But he failed to mention that um, that a lot of the um, extensions from the federal government for COVID unemployment extensions had expired in September. And uh, so then people didn't reapply because they weren't getting that extra money. And a lot of the states uh, over half, I think, uh, or right around half of the states had ended a little before that. But uh, but, yeah, those those numbers, um, he makes them sound he tries to make them sound really good. But when you actually scratch a little on the surface, um, they're not as great. And that is the inflation is uh, is just something I hear about all the time. People are really, um, really upset by it because their, their dollars are just not going as far. And um, and it is it's difficult, you know, when you're raising a family and and trying to make sure there's food on the table. It makes it more difficult when the numbers when the inflation goes up. How does it affect uh, you know our egg producers out there, many of whom are in your district, and and also touch on uh, energy and what uh, Biden has done in that area. Well, uh, you know the the farmers are talking about the increased costs, and that has to do you know not only with inflation but the supply chain issues. Right. You know the supply chain issues are a problem still to. Still, you know, we heard about them before Christmas, but they are still, you know, when you're talking about fertilizer and the kinds of things that they need, the inputs that they need and they're buying now for next year, they're having a hard time getting a hold of those. And, you know, I do, I will say, uh, uh, Senator Lee and myself put together a bill and and it has a cute name, but, uh, you know, don't let that deter you. It's called the Stop the Grinch Act. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, because we did it just before Christmas. So, um, but it, but it, it, waves temporarily waived some of those regulations on the on the ports the federal regulations on the ports to get things moving and get them off you know get them uh get them on trucks and get them out of the ports so that so hopefully that will help um you know if we can pass that it's not a it's not an end all and be all it's not the final solution but it sure would help getting things moving along but so the supply chain issues are are an issue too and i will i will tell you on energy you know we're actually having uh later this week where the Ag Committee, strangely enough, is holding a hearing on electric vehicles. Mm. I'm not sh- quite sure of the jurisdiction, but <laughs> you know what? I guess there's some there's some uh, um, leverage you get when you're uh, the chair and you want to have the want to have a hearing. But what 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 there? What I want to talk about a lot is the ethanol. You know, we have we they talk about all these green New Deal issues, and you know, oh, and that electric vehicles are the solution to the you know to the pollution. But, you know, I was around in the Minnesota legislature and we did a lot of talking about ethanol. And one of the big things that they talked about is it's better for the environment. We have 
the infrastructure we've got, it all set up for ethanol. And so we should be looking at ethanol as one of those solutions. And the and the Democrats completely ignore that. Um, they just want this electric. They want wind and solar. And uh, that's about it. And that's all they'll look at. And I'm a little concerned that they have um, kind of put the cart before the horse because we're talking about plugging in all these vehicles. But yet, do we really have um, solid wind and solar set up that we can we can create all that energy that the electricity that they're going to need? And and um, one other thing is we just need to make sure that we are focused on using the resources that we have here and not always be dependent on other countries. Well, and we were not dependent on other countries uh, by the end of the Donald Trump administration. But that turned around and changed in less than one year with Joe Biden taking office, creating dependency, the United States, on countries, many of whom are uh, enemies of ours, in fact. We're talking to Michelle Fishbach. Michelle, are you able to stay with us for a few more minutes on the other side of uh, this quick break? I sure can. All right. Wonderful, because I want to talk to you about uh, a couple of foreign policy issues. And before that, I want to ask you about CRT, uh, critical race theory in our schools, something that you know quite a bit about having uh, worked on higher education for a number of years in the Minnesota Senate. We're talking with Michelle Fishbach, Representative 7th Congressional District, State of Minnesota, an important member of the House of Representatives in Congress. She'll stay with us, and you do the same. This is going to be a short short break. In the meantime, go to parkerdk.com to read about wise counsel and winning results. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. A little messed up, but we're all all right. Hey. AM 1280, The Patriot. A record of success, second to none. Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm, the numbers tell the story. The last five cases our lawyers have brought to trial have resulted in million and multi-million dollar verdicts for our plaintiff clients and zero defense verdicts for our defense clients. Put simply, we try cases and we win cases. Hi, I'm Andrew Parker. At Parker Daniels Keyboard, we take our work personally, and we go the extra mile. That is why some of the biggest law firms, locally and nationally, send cases to us to handle when they can't. If you have a challenging and critically important business or personal legal dispute that must be favorably resolved, whether regarding a contract matter, a business divorce, a real estate dispute, an employment dispute, a civil rights or defamation matter, plain talk if it's a big deal, Contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. Did you know that Big Lou can vaccinate your entire estate from the virus known as Uncle Sam? That's right. Big Lou and Term Provider have the only single-dose solution in town, a $1 million term life insurance policy. Yep, a $1 million term life insurance policy with no side effects. One call to Big Lou can lead to an entire estate vaccination that will provide 100% guaranteed protection against estate taxes and debt, even if you are a bit porky or have a splash of sugar diabetes. In fact, a 50-year-old male may qualify for half a million dollars of coverage for less than 100 bucks per month, a million for less 
than 200 per month. Call Big Lou at Term Provider to get the service and price you deserve with zero side effects. Call 800-555-2085 right now. 800-555-2085. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He follows the science, too. Call 800-555-2085 or visit BigLou.com. Big Lou doesn't give tax advice. The best way to get a good night's sleep is having a good pillow. One that won't go flat. One that you can wash and dry as many times as you want and it maintains its shape. One that is made right here in the good old U.S. of A. Well, there's one place and only one place where you can get all of that. And that's from the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell. The creator of the best pillow that revolutionized the sleep industry. Mike is offering his premium My Pillows for his lowest price ever right now. You can get a queen size premium my pillow for $29.98. That's a $40 savings. King pillows are only $5 more. How do you order? Call 1 800 334 8902. That's 1 800 334 8902. Or go to mypillow.com and use the discount code VICTORY. That's right, discount code VICTORY for this special offer. Hello, hello. Joined all day in and out of the commercial breaks by Kenny Chesney. Indeed. Country music for Western Minnesota, just as it should be. Today, our special guest, uh, as you have been listening, has been uh, Michelle Fishbach, uh, important member of the House of Representatives, 7th Congressional District of the State of Minnesota. She retired. Colin Peterson in a uh, heated battle up in the 7th. She won handily with 54% of the vote. Prior uh, to that, she was lieutenant governor, as most of you know, and in the Minnesota Senate for many years. She served as chair of the Minnesota Senate Higher Education Committee. And I wanted to ask you, Michelle, in the few minutes that we have left, uh, about uh, critical race theory being taught, maybe not so much in uh, higher education, but K-12 in various places in uh, the state of Minnesota, uh, but also the teaching regarding equity, diversity, and inclusion and how that's being handled in colleges and universities around the state of Minnesota. What do, what do those in western Minnesota think about that? You know, they're they're adamantly opposed to it. And I, I really do certainly hope that the Department of Education um, really listens to those citizens because uh, I know that they have been in contact with um, with uh, with the department and doing the, you know, making sure that they understand their opposition to it. And I really, that's, that's critical. I think that the Minnesota Department of Education really needs to listen to them. And, you know, the left keeps saying that uh, nobody is teaching uh, critical race theory in our public schools, but I don't think that's, uh, that, that's, not, that's not accurate. And they may just not be calling it that. But I think really important is that we do not need to indoctrinate these children. What we need to be doing is, is teaching them and teaching them how to think about it, think for themselves about it. Um, and I don't think either side, you know, wants to or is, should be indoctrinating. And so that's my concern with that. And we need to make sure that when Minnesota, and I mentioned that at the beginning, you know, 
the Minnesota case, uh, the department is doing their revision on those social study standards. They need to be listening to the people because they do not want that. And they do. They absolutely want to replace Minnesota's contributions to the Civil War, like in, in Gettysburg or the Holocaust, with points on how gender and race relations have been uh, slighted in our history. And they have really trying to slant this and uh, and really make it sound, you know, or make the case that everything everything we've ever done is is racist and so I'm, I'm very concerned about that, and the people in the 7th District are very concerned, and I just, um, I really hope that that department listens to them. Yeah, you know, it's very important. I've heard you speak about this before, and, and I think it's important that everyone understands and comes to this issue in good faith that everyone values, most critically, rooting out racism from our society. There is no question about that. There are not two sides to that. It is all about that. The question is, how do you do that? And if there is a belief that CRT is the way to do it, that is where the dispute arises. And uh, it particularly arises when we're talking about uh, the uh, young developing minds of those in K-12 uh, Michelle, you know, let me just turn for one moment about uh, to uh, some foreign policy issues that you're going to potentially have an opportunity to voice your opinion on, if not vote on, uh, although much of it deals with uh, what the executive branch, the commander in chief decides to do. There, uh, there are reports that discussions with Iran, either directly or indirectly, are in the advanced stages uh, to rebuild what Donald Trump tore up, and that was the horrific Iran deal that uh, Barack Obama entered into, selling out our allies, giving hundreds, more than $100 billion to one of our worst enemies who has called for the destruction of the little Satan and the big Satan, what do people in western Minnesota think about getting back into the Iran deal? They don't want to see that. They do not want to see a return to the Obama-Iran nuclear deal or any form of it. You know, Trump was absolutely right to pull out of that deal, and and we need to continue to um, to – you know, make that an important part that we need to not be in that deal. And I will tell you, um, you know, I'm a a member of the Republican Israel Caucus, and I know that uh, I was a co-author or co-signator on um, Representative McClintock's letter condemning Iran or resolution condemning Iran. And, uh, you know, Congressman Bain has uh, has a resolution or bill is it uh, to continue Trump's maximum effort countering Iran. And so we are working hard to uh, to make sure that people understand that that is a bad idea. And uh, we just we, we can't allow them to uh, to get a hold of nuclear weapons. We just can't um, to get Iran. And so we have to do everything we can to stop it. It's, uh, you know, Israel is one of our most important allies in the world. And it, we need to have a continued partnership with them, and it is critical to the long-term, long-term stability in the area. And so we, we have to I, – I just uh, – we will do everything we can at the congressional level, the Republican congressional level, to, uh, to uh, make sure that we don't get back in that deal.
There is an unequivocal and unwavering supporter of the U.S.-Israel relationship, Michelle Fishbach, representative for the 7th Congressional District. I've met with Michelle a number of times on the issue as it relates to Israel, and as I say, she is unwavering in support of that relationship. Michelle, thank you so much for joining us today on the Victory Hour. Well, thank you very much, and I appreciate that. And if anyone wants to, they can go ahead and... Fishback for Congress. AM 1280, the Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, the Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Don't get caught in the cold this winter. Take advantage of full-service batteries, winter battery, and charging system check for your car. They'll keep you safe in freezing temperatures. They can also help with your snowmobile, ATV, tractor, or deep-cycle ice fishing shacks. They offer the lowest prices in town on batteries, and they'll even professionally install them free. Stay safe this winter with a powerful new battery installed free. Call them today. Just go to FullServiceBattery.com. That's FullServiceBattery.com. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM 1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. AM 1280 The Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.